Welcome builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Well, hello, LinkedIn Live. We are here today to celebrate the 100th episode of the Build Your Success Podcast. I have got a team of people here that have helped me throughout this podcast and I want to just celebrate the fact that we've we've had 100 episodes. So when I began this podcast, I committed to myself that I was going to do 52 episodes. So that'd be one year of, of podcasting. And lo and behold, we're, we're now almost double that and just had a lot of great times, met a lot of great people. I would have loved to have had all of the guests, about 70 at this point on, on this, but you know, you can't have everybody, but I've got some special people here today. I'm going to introduce those people in, in kind of the order of the way the podcast went. But first of all, let me tell you, the podcast began on June 24th of 2019. Our first guest on episode seven was Carissa Gudenkoff, and that episode was manager versus leader. So she's here with us today. Then we have over 70 guests we are listened to throughout the United States and in over 37 countries. I had no idea the impact influence this podcast would have. I thank every one of you that are watching this, that have listened to the podcast and have supported me during this time. So without further ado, let me introduce these guests to you. The first one will be Mac's story. I met Mac because I'm a John Maxwell coach, trainer, and speaker. I sent him a, a message and I said, hey, Mac, I'd love to collaborate with you. And Mac came back with his uh, signature, man, I've got my own brand. I don't really have a whole lot of time. But later on, he gave me his phone number and I called Mac and Mac says, you know what, man, you need to start your own podcast. And, and I said, I don't know how to start a podcast. And, and Mac came through and said, this is how you do it. This is what you do. I think we had a conversation on a Thursday, Tuesday morning in, in June. We, we uploaded our first podcast and just had a lot of fun ever since. So that's why Mac's here. He was our guest on episode 11, Character Development. And then we've got Carissa Gudenkoff. You know, Carissa signed up real early. I think I posted on LinkedIn that I'd started a podcast and asked people to subscribe. And she immediately responded, done. And she's listened to the podcast. She was our first guest on the podcast. So that was for episode, it looks like seven. And, and we spoke about manager versus leader. So the, the just Carissa supported me all the way through this. The, the next one is my friend, Yolanda Baker. Yolanda, when I posted that same thing about having a podcast, she said, I knew it. And I was like, I don't know how she knew it because I didn't know it till I talked to Max story. And so Yolanda has been an encourager, friend. She was our guest for episode nine, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Such a great message. I've got a lot of great response from that episode, and she's really encouraged us. She's also started a nonprofit. We're going to let each of them kind of talk about that, but I want to get the introductions out of the way first. And then Rob Maynard. Rob's been a friend through industry throughout the years, and uh, Rob started his own podcast. So he's a fellow podcast host. He's been engaging since the early days, and he was uh, our guest on episode 35, Vision, Mindset, and Results. So Thanks to all of you for helping me through this 100 celebration today. Thanks, Brian. Absolutely. And I want to get, I'll get started with Mac. Mac's traveling today, so you're going to see him in the vehicle, but he was willing to come on. I want him to be here and be part of this as a mentored friend and, and the guy that got it all started for me. So Mac, if you will, just speak to the people that are listening today about podcasting and leadership and why you do what you do. Yeah. I, well, I always tell people I ain't trying to make a dollar. I'm trying to make a difference. And, uh, what I figured out, if you make enough difference, you'll make enough dollars and you ain't got to worry about, about the rest of it. But, you know, what I do is 
is I focus on blue collar industries, although we've spoken to, to many white collar industries. Uh, even got to speak at Yale University in 2018. I had to get on Google and find out what state they were in because I never expected to be there for for any reason. So, you know, I have a podcast, Blue Collar Leadership, and I remember when you when you did first reach out, I think you were talking about maybe collaborating or something, and that's why I was like, I don't collaborate with people. I help all kind of people, but I'm, I do my own thing, and soon as Soon as soon as we got to talk, I was like, "Oh, I got to help Brian out, man. He's gonna he's gonna make a difference in the world, and that, and that's what I want to do. I want to help people who want to help people. I, I just don't want to mix my brand with with anybody else's brand, literally, because I always tell people, and uh, you know what? Rhea and I, my wife, she's over here driving. So I hope she won't crash me while we're going out through here. Put the brakes on too hard, <laughs> but uh, she's doing real good. I mean, what we sell is character." Our brand is our character, and what we sell in our class is our character. We want to, no matter how big we get. Well, we're losing Mac a little bit, so I think I'm going to move on to Carissa. Carissa, you were uh, our first guest on the episode, and we just appreciate you and how you support us. You're a local coach and trainer. I've been through some of your training, and you're just a friend of mine. So, Carissa, tell us what you're doing and why you're doing it for folks. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. When you said 100, I was like, what already? How did we get here? So uh, just knowing your persistence is out there. It makes sense. You're at, you're at a hundred now. So I am, I'm an engineer turned leadership coach. I was in uh, manufacturing of uh, the Polk County area for about 20 years and decided to go out on my own and make a different kind of impact. But I do leadership coaching for women in STEM. We're still only about 20% of the workforce, even though we're 50% of the population. So where I struggled um, and really got over it, I want to help other people do the same thing. So that's what I've been focusing on. And then I also help leaders, any kind of leader, every leader, uh, really just kind of understand themselves a little bit better so that they can be more effective with their team, that they can get that discretionary effort from their team to really make it, uh, get them to shine. And, and the better you do, the more fulfilled you are. So I've been focusing on those two areas since, since we met when I was doing training back then. And yeah, once you told me manager versus leader, let's have that discussion. I was like, let's go. <laughs> let's talk about the importance of both and where they fit in. So uh, you, you got me on the first episode. So I was definitely in. Well, I appreciate your time. And that, that was a great episode. If those that hadn't listened to that, go back and listen to episode seven. I don't even, I wasn't even numbering them at that time. I guess I didn't have a vision for how many there were going to be, but so you'll have to count to get to episode seven, but Carissa was our guest there. So Yolanda, let's let's go to you now. And again, you're a friend and a help and just you thought of me when I didn't think of myself at some time. So thanks, Yolanda. Yeah, good morning. Thank you for having me here and to be a part of this panel. Just it's humbling hearing everybody's background. And I've known all these names through Brian, but just really didn't have a really good understanding of just uh, the breadth of um, care and experience that that's sitting on this on this live today so i'm very humbled to be here but i i met brian years ago early on in my utility construction um career and the one thing that stood out to me about brian was just his character and as at the time he was a potential supplier and but you you couldn't tell it like it was just just a normal regular guy always polite and to carissa's point being a woman in the industry and facilities and construction all my life, you know, it could be intimidating, especially on power plant sites and things like that. But Brian and his team, he, he led with humility and grace and, and just created a, a belonging, a sense of belonging 
um, amongst our uh, encounter there. So Brian, I'll never forget that. I think that was important being a woman in construction and facilities very early on to just be welcomed amongst the guys on a site walk or whatever, just just like a, a normal person would, right? Not feel odd. So I still remember that. I, I still work in the facilities and construction management uh, industry, always have, probably always will. I'm a construction girl, uh, tried and true to my heart, grew up 19 years old, pair of steel toe boots, you know, so I'll always be uh, in the industry. But personally, I, I lead a nonprofit organization called Serve Unity Outreach, and we focus on education, uh, homelessness, and poverty. So children that might be struggling with homelessness that are within schools or schools that are serving uh, the, po the, the population that's in poverty. So we try to partner with schools as much as we can. We also work with any organization that's serving the homeless or people in poverty. And the reason I, I re we really focus on that and why the vision for this outreach organization was important to me is because I grew up battling homelessness and poverty. And I know what it means. I know what it's like to have nothing. I'll, I also know what it feels like to think that you are nothing in the world. So as much as I can get out and talk to children, talk to moms and dads and families, and even people in the workplace, you never know a person's story. So for part of our outreach is just to remind people that they're not alone, whatever they're going through. And even though you might be battling generational struggles that you've always battled, it doesn't mean that you can't overcome them and start a new legacy in your own life. So as we're creating a new legacy for our own family, we're trying to help others through our outreach, outreach organization do the same. That's marvelous, Yolanda. And thanks so much. You know, I looked up to you and when we were in that role, I didn't realize you were intimidated at all. So that, that's how <laughs> different perceptions are of things. So that's right. I appreciate you and all you do. And man, that smile you have always resonates. So thank you for that. <laughs> Rob, tell us about you, man, what you got going on. Oh, big changes here, Brian. As you know, I spent the last part of 15 years with a blue-collar staffing firm. Um, I happened to create a lot of opportunity, a lot of change, a lot of solutions for a lot of customers. But after spending the last 15 years really generating roughly about $300 million in revenue, I decided to kind of rewrite my chapter of my life. Um, I went through some personal change, um, a lot of business change, a lot of mission change. And a lot of that was a you know, contribution to you, Brian. I got to be honest, you know, when I first started listening to you and building that rapport through SCORE, I have to be honest, you really changed my life. You changed my vision, my perspective of what's important, what I want and need out of my life. And for that, I'm extremely grateful. I'm kind of emotional talking about it because, you know, I had really strong limiting beliefs before, but having been around you, the inspiration, the motivation you've really provided has given me a whole new outlook where, you know, I've been able to level set and really expand my train of thinking, my goals, my focus, what's important to me. And what I've learned from you is that the secret to living is giving, you know, and that's one thing I've always learned from you is that you give more than you always get. And for that, I've embraced that. And that's been my future mission. Um, I started a podcast over the last year where it's called the Real Transcendence Podcast. I've spent, I think I'm 67 episodes in now talking about real problems, things that I've struggled with, um, COVID issues with people's perspectives on where they're at and victim mentality and what can we do to, to really hone in on that and becoming aware of who we are, what we do, how we do it, why we do it a particular way, along with 
really establishing new ideals in our lives, right? Like if we don't have a really keen focus or a target on our ideals, um, our mind can't go to work to being able to achieve those. So for me, awareness, ideals are extremely important. That became my new mission to help educate others and provide access to information through the podcast to get them to be a little bit more self-aware to go off and achieve what they want to achieve. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict, reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode. Man, Rob, I had no idea about that kind of I'm glad that I have had some influence on you. The giving, man, is just just part of of helping others. And I mean, like Yolanda, I came from some some tough backgrounds, and so so helping others strive and excel and do better is just just a mission for me. So, man, thanks for those statements. I I wasn't expecting that at all, but I tell you that that's the thing about a podcast and and sharing your ideas and thoughts with others. You never know who you're reaching. And so I've, I've met people that were I knew as a teenager. Now they're uh, adult CEOs of businesses. And I had no idea their list. They don't comment. They haven't left a rating. They haven't sent me an email. But when I run into them, they say, man, I've been listening to your podcast. What you're doing is great. It just goes, wow. I, you know, sometimes, hey, I have self-limiting beliefs too. And I go, nobody's listening to this. And then you run into someone from a child and they tell you how much they've listened and how much it's helped them. And it just gives you a little more gas to go on. So I would encourage if you know somebody doing these types of things, give them some encouragement, give them, give them a rating and review, you know, tell them what they're doing to help you. Cause it's just invigorating to find out you're helping others. So I, I so much appreciate that Rob. It's, it's great. And all of you, it's just amazing. Um, you know, how we've influenced each other. That, that's what it's really about is a, a network of people growing and, and shoring each other up and, and recognize how we are so dependent on each other to create culture. And, and I think every one of you have helped me do that as, as well as a host of other people, but you just have, the, the four of you have been influential in the podcast per se. And so that's why I invited you to be part of this celebration today. So thank you so much, uh, Mac. I know you're driving. Maybe you had a, a few more thoughts. I know you can say a lot, so we'd love to hear some more from you. <laughs> well, first of all, man, this is a great panel, man. You got, you, you got this network, Brian. You better be making something happen. Yes, sir. I, I have no excuses, do I? <laughs> no. Can you hear me better and see me better now? We. Were, I can. Uh, okay. We were between Meridian, Mississippi and Birmingham, Alabama on Interstate 20, but we were more in the west side of Alabama, I think. Maybe not a good signal, but looks like I got a decent signal now. I don't know what you guys heard before, but basically, I mean, my passion is you know, helping people. You know, when Brian and, Brian and, and I think we talked about this before, but Anytime somebody calls me and asks to collaborate, that's that's not a good way to get to me. But Brian didn't know that. But somebody calls me and wants some help, that's exactly the way to get to me. They tell me they need some help doing something. I'm all about helping people. And as soon as I figured out that's really what he wanted, I mean, we've been friends ever since. And and I was able to hopefully motivate and inspire him to do some pretty cool things. And he, even his book, when he wrote his book, it was on the, uh, about being a pilot. And I'm very focused. And I'm like – He's wanting me to read it. I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't really read anything but leadership books. But 
he's like, well, let me send you a, a copy or whatever. I, or I told him, send me a copy. And then when he sent me the copy, I, I just wanted to check it out. And then I read the whole thing in one setting. So, I mean, it was a really great book. And, uh, and I did want to support him. So I wanted to, to read his book and it's just, it's just hard to get, it's just hard to get me off track. I'm very, I'm very laser focused on every single thing that I'm doing, but I'm, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing, Brian, and, and you're building this network of folks to support you and you to support them. That's great, Mac. And, and for anybody that's listening to this today, Mac has a, a blue collar leadership series and he really wrote it for the blue collar worker frontline leadership. It, it's usually a hundred pages. It's you can read each chapter in six to seven minutes. And so you can do a book study once a week, once a month, whatever you determine with your team. And I've done that with my team. We got a lot of great results out of that. A lot of communication. A lot of the people that I work with don't like to read. And so when you can break it up in small pieces, uh, then then they will work with you. And, and if you don't, they don't like to read, you read for them and, and you go through those those book series and it can be a, just a huge influence on your team and let them recognize that, that the blue collar worker leader. Cause you know, as Yolanda mentioned, you know, a lot of people have self-defeating ideas and they think that just cause they're a craftsman and they, they came up through the ranks and they got scars and blisters on their hands that they, they can't be a leader. And, and yet, you know, lead, anyone can be a leader and can be trained and developed and grown into leadership. So Mac, thanks for those books. You have that series is a wonderful series. And I, I can't imagine how many people you've influenced at this point with, with what you've done. It's been pretty amazing. I'll tell you, audience today, you know, they can read the first five chapters of all five of those books. All they have to do is go to bluecollarleadership.com forward slash download and they can they can read those first five chapters and see the outline. But yeah, man, we've I mean, we speak to a lot of people. Rhea and I, we've been supporting prison wardens across the nation and part of a they go through a nine month transformation, transformational leadership program with a prison fellowship organization. And uh, we've been privileged to be a part of that. We've toured a lot of prisons and you know, I tell you, man, the best organization that I've ever been in is unbelievable. I mean, Chick-fil-A was a client of ours for three years. We've supported the U.S. military. We went out to San Diego, did about 10 workshops for them a while back. And I mean, we've done some pretty neat things. But the most awesome business that I've actually been in as an example of, of, of what we actually try to strive to get people, leaders to achieve is actually the uh, Ohio Reformatory uh, for Women. A prison with 2,500 inmates. You would you would not believe. I, I tell everybody, if I could take anybody to tour any business, that would be the one it is. And not just because of how the staff interacts. It's amazing. I mean, they're hugging each other. They all know each other's name. They're on the same team. A lot of character development. But when we spoke, there was a director, the director of about eight prisons, who used to be the warden for that prison, and she was uh, she was there and she spoke. You know, everybody loved her. The staff loved her from when she was a warden. But when we went out and started touring the prison. All the inmates knew her. She knew their name. They they knew her name. They were all hugging. I mean, it was it was like that throughout the whole prison. I mean, it didn't even seem like you were in a prison. It just seemed like you were amongst a, a massive family. You know, I'm sure there's some stuff that goes on, like, I mean, anywhere, but especially in a prison. But you couldn't hide what was going on there. I mean, it, and that's why people talk, you know, when we talk about soft skills, a lot of people think that's the warm, fuzzy stuff. There's nothing, there's nothing soft about transforming your character. That's the hard thing to do. And, and they're trying to help those ladies, whether they're getting out or whether they're never getting out, but they're trying to help them live a better life. And, uh, you know, especially if they get out, they don't want to see them come back. They want, they want them to be in a better place. That's great. And what, what a group of people to influence in, 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 a society, in a society like that. And those, those people affecting the lives of people that are incarcerated. That, that's a great mission. 
Brian, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you real quick because I, I, I would show you my Mac story book that I have, the same one you're talking about, where you can get that conversation going. But if I stand up, you're going to see that I'm wearing jean shorts, and I want to look professional <laughs> here. But I got I got the book back there in my in my uh, bookcase. So. Okay, which one is it, Carissa? It's it's when you did the ADT, the Association of Talent Development, um, the the shorter book where it's got each chapter has a different um, section to it. So I would go through those kind of when you know things get tough. Too many, too many no's were coming at me, and I need to get some yeses, some wins in there. But I'll, I'll pull it up in a second. But uh, it was when you were with um, the Suncoast chapter of ADD, you did a presentation. But and uh, Mac had said, "Hey, you know, go into your to your team, have them read the, you know, five minutes to read it at the most, and then talk about it." That was, you know, the key of get the conversation going on these different principles and how we can get better. So I was, I was in line. I got my signature on the book uh, right, right after the presentation. Awesome. awesome. That's, that's great. great. I, I, that's, I wasn't aware of that connection. So it's just great <laughs> to see that they we're all supporting each other. And yeah, Max books are all written that way. As far as I, I guess his first book wasn't, but the rest of the series is all written in the, the hundred page 30 chapter uh, platform. So yep, he, actually uh, 90 pages, yep. 90, 90 pages, pages, three pages yeah. each. Yep. Yeah, that's and it's extremely easy for, for to absorb. I mean, and it's written in a language that's easy to understand. So really works for his target audience, the blue collar folks. So thanks for that, Chris. I appreciate that. Chris, what what have you been working on that the audience should hear about as far as training and, and consulting? Uh, <laughs> just a little bit of everything similar to what Mac's doing. If I could tag on to that, we, we get caught up in the to-do list of the world of, you know, what's on our, our lives, what our obligations are, and we forget, and then we need to remember. So, you know, using Mac's book, using your podcast, when they say you have to tell someone something seven times, seven different ways in order to really get the message across. So that's, that's what I'm focusing on. I, I've done, I do training still, leadership training, but I've found that where I get more fulfilled and where I really, you know, enjoy the process more is that one-to-one -one coaching helping people really get, I call it, get out of your own way, because that's what I had to do, get away from my limiting beliefs. Um, and really it's that communication, which is why I love when you started the podcast, because, you know, there's, there's not, there's no such thing as over communicating. Um, my favorite Bernard Shaw quote is the single biggest problem with communication is the illusion that is taking place. <laughs> so making sure that we're kind of, you know, getting the message out, giving people time to, to process what's going on, give them more information. I know you work heavily with the, the DISC profile. I work with Predictive Index. They came from the, the same, those two guys hung out together back in the 50s, uh, you know, two very similar products, but just helping people understand, you know, where that communication breakdown is and then how to fix it, right? Because that's, that's really what we're trying to do is, is be heard and then also um, be heard, you know, seen by others. So it's it's been a fun process. I stick to manufacturing because you know that's my world. Is, is I'm sorry, I'm going to say your name wrong, Yolanda. No, sorry, help that's me it. out. <laughs> she said right. That's she's it. been in it. Thank you. <laughs> she's she's been in the, the industry. You're not leaving it. You grew up in it. So that's where I like to to stay too because there is a lot. There's a lot that can. Um, help us get. I mean, it's the it's the engine of our economy, manufacturing, 
keeping people working, keeping America going. So uh, that's sorry. Now I get passionate about it. I can just start talking too much, but um, just doing my part, just doing my little part as I, as I can. Well, you're doing a wonderful part. We thank you for everything you are doing and the encouragement for, you know, when I speak to people with my uh, coaching and training business, communication is one of the greatest problems they have. And, and I think listening is, is one of the greatest problems that, that people have because, you know, typically we're, we're listening to uh, respond and not to understand. And so we, we've learned how great the tool of listening is. And I'll tell you, the podcast has helped me immensely because when I have guests on, I'm forced to, to listen and interact with them. I'm taking notes. So that's one of the things that I like to do to, to be a better listener is, is write down. I find that when I capture those thoughts on paper, they're not bouncing around in my mind while you're speaking and I'm not listening. So I found that just, you know, capture a note. And, you know, nine times out of 10, if I write down a question, I want to ask you that because of the conversation, if I'll continue listening, you'll answer my question. And so that's where I think we just get in, in trouble with, with, you know, responding too quickly and, and not listening to others and, and, be, and hearing them out. So that's, I'm actually working on a program in June. Uh, it's a hear and be heard workshop. And it, we're going to do interactive listening. We're going to have about 20 people in the room trying to keep the social distancing thing still in place, but at table, six foot tables with four people and just go through the communication channels and go through how you become an active listener and an authentic listener and, and ways to capture that. And then conflict resolution where you, you know, don't make the wrong assumptions, you know, so quickly and have to have that kind of response. So it's, it's just amazing. And and many of those things I've, I've learned through these hundred episodes of, of podcasting, you know, as I said earlier, Chris was my first guest and, and I found what worked for me interviewing others and engaging with others that the first six episodes, I'm just trying to teach to the computer and it felt like that. And so once I got engaged with others and, and found my mojo, which was, Hey, speaking with people and interacting and asking questions and, and in depth questions, you know, as we progressed, um, I had Larry Levine on the, the author of selling from the heart. He gave me a question to ask every guest. And that question is, what does leadership and being a leader mean to you? And that question has really defined the podcast at this point. And so that that's been real good. So just learning from others, growing from others. This has been a great journey. I'm glad all of you are a part of it. Rob, thanks for what you, what you uh, the accolades you gave today. But I would like for you just to close us out, you know, wrap this podcast up with some thoughts for the guest. No, I think right now, everybody, we're, we're in unique unique times. I think everybody needs to get a sense of awareness and clarity around who they are and what they aspire to be. Um, I think a lot of people lack direction right now. I think there's a lot of unknowns with the, you know, the industry, with society today, with COVID. I think we really need to stay on course, really stay focused and disciplined around what is it that we want and need out of our lives and go and make that your mission to be able to go off and accomplish. I know I'm doing that right now. I mean, everybody thought I was crazy when I said, hey, you're leaving a 15-year career with a big, large public organization where you were highly successful, but I was following somebody else's mission. And this is my opportunity now to kind of pivot and change my path to go and do something different, something bigger, more fulfilling. And I think everybody has that opportunity today. It's just we need to identify it. And I think that's the biggest struggle in the world today is that people kind of get caught up in life where it's like a cotton ball in a tornado, we just go around and around addressing whatever whatever happens that day and we become complacent. And I think there's a lot of opportunity out there that if we get focused around the who, what, when, where, why, and how um, in our lives, 
in our businesses as individuals. Once we get that clarity, life shifts, life changes. The opportunities are amazing out there. COVID, whatever's going on around you, it's just a roadblock. And I think we can overcome those roadblocks if we have the right process to plan, the right mindset. But we really do truly, truly need that clarity today. And there are a lot of people that don't have that. They're just showing up and showing up is only half the battle. So thanks, Brian. Rob, that is great encouragement for those that are listening. I I so much appreciate that. And we are in some trying times. It'd be great if you'd find a network of people to help you and and you help them. If if we all work together, this team has helped me. Those that are listening to the podcast weekly are helping me. And we just want to encourage you to grow yourself. What I say is build yourself and then build others. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. All those that are on LinkedIn Live, those that will see this on YouTube, and those that are listening to the podcast that it will air on Tuesday. We just really appreciate all of you. Give us a, a honest rating and review wherever you're listening to this. Hey, give me an email. My email is brianb at buildcs.net. Let us know what you like about the show. Give us some encouragement. So we appreciate your time today. Thanks for listening. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.